0: You're listening to the Hoffee Coffee Cast with Reese
1: Bolton and Reese Jones. Hello there. We would be honored if you would join us. This is where the final begins.
0: Check out uh, Rogue Heroes on, on BBC One. It's, yeah. yeah. I've not long uh,
1: finished um, Reacher. That's um Amazon that's, Prime. Reacher's there. very good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's really fun it's only like what? eight episodes as well
0: i've been watching um uh oh, what have we been watching i've been going back and forth to a lot of things uh mm. i'm currently watching i'm just binge watching entourage because i just kind of I just <laughs> love it yeah um but look jesus so date someone is so dated yeah. for his time it's like bloody hell <laughs> you know
1: what, um you know what i watched like last night just like, on a whim i um i watched the 13th warrior Oh God! It's really good. I thought, it was, yeah, yeah.
0: That's one of those. That's one of those films that's like not really people know about it, but it's actually yeah. like quite good.
1: It's um, it is like um, yeah, definitely sort of like a diamond in the rough. Um, yeah, 1999, but it, it looks older. It, it definitely does look older, but it's 1999. Yeah. Um, Antonio Banderas as like this like arabic like scholar and warrior who he's like exiled like he tries to escape like his homeland and ends up being part of like um viking war band yeah as they sort of like try and deal with like trouble back home yeah, in Scandinavia. yeah yeah it's very very fun like stuff like um vikings and you like oh these really like funny or like iconic scenes from vikings it's essentially lifted from the 13th warrior the the storytelling is really good and I was looking, I was like, Jesus, like, this is really, really good. And um, I looked it up, like, um, uh, after, and it was directed by, um, oh, Christ, uh, is it, like, John McTiernan?
0: Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, he
1: directed, Predator, you know. Um, It was written by, um, is it Michael Crichton? And I'm not sure if, is that the same Crichton who did, um, oh, God damn it. Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton, Crichton. he he did uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah 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 so yes yeah, so, you know it's like very famous sort of like ah uh, yeah like, um, like i'm looking at him now the, the lost world as well so you know like the um the second jurassic park it's um it, it's a very fun movie and um it, it was a bomb which I, I was really oh that's really disappointing and i started watching um uh nobody with um bob odenkirk i didn't yeah. manage to finish it unfortunately but i watched about half of it i have really really like enjoying it and like it only like halfway through did it sort of like it had that like you know in drive when it's really quiet up until halfway and then it just gets batshit crazy yeah yeah it's similar to that yeah. and i think it's much better than the drive I, I i love like oh it's, it's very very fun very like um the the storytelling is very like frenetic i love it but um yeah we're, we're not uh, here to talk about um Thirteenth <laughs> Warrior, or no.
0: You, you you find that nobody's better than Drive.
1: Yeah, at the moment, really. Anyway. You you love Drive. I I I. But, but the thing is, like, Drive is is so like memed at this point. You know, it's like it, the, the main character, like the, the nameless character. People are like, oh my god, he's literally me. You know, you know the whole memes and stuff. It has got a very good soundtrack. Yeah, but, uh, but that, nobody... that's, that's what
0: happens when like yeah. the meme culture memes something. It then yeah, something like. Like Narcos now, like, I yeah, we're really watching Narcos, but like Pev- es- uh, Pablo Escobar is just mean, now, like,
1: yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, like, there's some really good tracking and, um, like, um, long sort of like takes in Nobody, mm. which are very impressive. There's a scene where, like, um, this, like, the mob boss sort of gets out of his car, walks across a road, and it enters his club, and then proceeds to sing on stage. In all in one take, it's very very well made. Oh, wow! And um, the uh, the action scenes are uh, like um, sort of like long takes as well, which uh it, it does like the way it's filmed. I I wouldn't be surprised if they had the same sort of like uh, camera crew and like stunt teams that did Daredevil. I it was it's very it reminded me a lot of Daredevil. How like throughout the fight, the, um Bob Bob Ode, Bob uh, <laughs> Bob Odenkirk's character gets like more and more like messed up and like injured and you can see them like getting tired and more and more like fatigued it's really good yeah the
0: girl, oh uh, david leach uh, is one of the producers on it and david leach yeah. is like huge with uh john wick uh um, ah, yeah the john wick the third john yeah. Wick film um that makes so, sense so he's like an up-and-coming like action director like huge he's actually huge now um but Mr definitely is yeah yeah it, it, it's like, it's, I I can't prefer f- films like those, which, like, that's what I like about Daredevil is, like, it's kind of like you, like, run and joke in Daredevil, people say, it's like, Daredevil gets, that's one fight scene, then he gets injured for, like, three episodes. Yeah, and he has to recover. In, and yeah. then he has to come out again. And also, like, in Daredevil, like, the, the, the henchmen or the thugs, they don't stay down, they keep getting up which (laughs) I kind of like because it's kind of like, it's kind of more realistic in terms of like, you know, superhero films or like, you know, shows with like, you know, or movies with like powerful people. They're like, just go through people and they're like, yeah, they have like, you know, a little cut on their cheek. Mm. But nobody's like, he's he's just more injured over time. Cause that's what you get. That's like (laughs) realistically, if you go fight with like 10 people, you know, on a train, you are going to be absolutely injured, aren't you? Like, it's so... Like... Mm.
1: Yeah. There's, um... I And I, I saw this clip, like, just out of nowhere. It might have been on, like, a reel or something on Instagram of, um. Uh, like, the mob boss in uh, Nobody. He's, like, in a hospital. He grabs a chair, and then in the next scene, the camera pans on, like, these, like, um, all of, like, the injured goons, like, in hospital. And then... <laughs> The mob boss proceeds to throw said chair at one of the goons it's, it's so hilarious and that's what i like about like nobody it's like it gets like a bit like serious but it doesn't take itself too serious like bob odenkirk sort of like he does come across as very like able like how like he fights he, he, he's very sort of like e- uh, economic with his movements yeah yeah. you know he's not like a really he's not a like, hulking fella but um yeah like his act is acting chops and it's sort of like comedic sort of like um thing like shines through You're like you know how like in Soul he comes across as like the sleazy lawyer and how it's yeah. like comedic yeah. you know in that well it's way different like in this like he's more he's like the family man trying to do right but like he continuously acts like a fish out of water to like, dis- yeah. like to like disarm his opponents because they'll always sort of like underestimate him it's, it's very very fun yeah i highly read i've only seen half of the film and i'm recommending it it's the the, the rest of the movie's probably dog shit, for all i know
0: no, I'm, 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 apparently be, the film it. in general is really good people love
1: it yeah uh, i remember yeah. when it came out people were, were praising it yeah
0: yeah yeah it's like action you need to because action film is so just so much of it you need to have yeah stuff that's very yeah um very different first time. That's why Old Boy still stands up. Like the original oh, uh, um, Old Boy. I was
1: gonna say, l- yeah. l- um let let we let's not talk about Spike Lee's <laughs> Spike Lee. horrible um not remake. He described it as a reinterpretation. God's sake. This is before his Renaissance mind. So I'm willing to forgive him, uh Old Boy
0: they're like old boys everybody like watches the guys fighting in, in a corridor with a hammer like it's yeah so
1: bad people shit. always like they, they they always say don't they that's the flagship like oh this is what a long take should be action-wise you know like a long take should be like this should be old boy and then I people like obviously like, oh, now quote um they don't quote they, they point to daredevil now and uh and uh the raid
0: I with long takes. I feel like they need to be. They should, oh, oh, long takes should only be done, or one takes long takes should only be done. Tracking shots, whatever, should be done for like if it's like for a particular, not for, like all the time, but for like if it like it's an important part of the story. Yeah, a th- um, thematic
1: purpose. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, um, one mm- I liked in um, House of the Dragon. Do you know when um, Renira is just given birth? Yeah, yeah. Um, she takes the babe to um to the queen. That yeah. was a very good one because i think it's good it shows like it drags and drags and drags and shows like their anxiety and like growing dread the closer they get to the queen really I, I i i really i really like that yeah
0: there's a really good one babylon berlin in the third season and it's at the beginning and it's the main counter and it's really messed up because he's in like a bank and it's literally like the moment of the, the, the Great Depression starts, like the moment the banks oh, collapse. And, you, and it's um, messed up. You, you see, black, like, papers. Black,
1: black Monday, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And then you see papers all over um, the floor and people just jumping off buildings. Like, and, he, and it's a tracking shot. You're following him. And he's walking around. And you see these bodies on the floor because people just jumping wow. off buildings and stuff. And or people like, shooting themselves. It's really dark. But mm-hmm. it's just, like, the way it's done, it's, like, you just follow him. And he's just, like shocked by what's going on um yeah we, we gotta do a thing with like a, a post about a favorite one one takes mm. um moments in um in yeah that'd be TV. really good actually yeah 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 definitely um yeah so uh hey everybody welcome to an episode of the Coffee cast where we talk everything film tv video games and conspiracy theories i'm your host reese bolton
1: and i'm your horse reese johnson
0: <laughs> um and today we are going to be discussing star wars tales of the jedi the new uh animated series from lucasfilm and Dave filoni that has dropped like uh was it last week no week before uh and so obviously we do everything star wars on this podcast so we're going to talk about that we're very excited to talk about that as well and we got some news as well which uh i've got i've got some ideas for news as well we can talk about um as well so you can follow us on instagram instagramcom hovercovercast, facebook at hovercovercast, and twitter at hovercovercast. you can like uh, please like share follow and all of you if you enjoyed the episode so i've got to talk about some news today and uh, i mean like uh, we <laughs> i realized we, we, before we start recording we have haven't have we discussed the news we'll talk about today <laughs> yeah. um but I, i've i've got a couple we could talk about so yeah. um the first one is i feel
1: like it's something big, guys. So Sandman's been renewed for season two. Yeah, yeah. This, they released like a little like mini tr- trailer. Like, um, yeah, it was like the helmet, wasn't it? The helm, like surrounded by sand and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, good. Yeah. I mean, if it was as strong as the, set, as the first season, yeah, sure.
0: Uh, I thought they cancelled it. Didn't they cancel it at one point? No. And then, no.
1: I, I, I never heard anything like that. Oh,
0: I swear, I thought Netflix cancelled it. So.
1: No, they, they, um, they, were like, they were like really quiet and then people were yeah. like, like apprehensive.
0: Honestly, I'm actually glad they're keeping it on because I mean that, I think that sh- that show was very good. There were some episodes where it was a bit kind of like not great, but again, also this is very, well, this was kind of like a based on the first volume, wasn't it? And that's kind of more of like a kind of prologue yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, the first,
1: um, I think it was the first two. Mm. Yeah, season one. I do. He's a bit of everything, but I think going ahead, there's so many amazing stories
0: of the Sandman that Neil Gaiman's done. Yeah, and uh, I'm glad they're keeping it going because it was actually really successful for Netflix. People really enjoyed it, Mm. Um, and I enjoyed it as well. Like, it's just I, I feel like Neil Gaiman is one of those beautifully written, like, like beautifully, uh, you know, writers. Like, he just writes beautifully. Yeah. And like his kind of look on kind of like life and death and, you know, his philosophy. Um, and we're saying like, what was it? Episode six, uh, that was, you know, the story of, um, you know, he goes, uh, what's his name? Uh, dream goes to, um, to visit the, um, the gentleman that as, you know, pays a game with like, you know, you want to live forever. Basically and this guy lives for all these like centuries of British history. And I feel like that's probably one of my favorite episodes of television this year, because mm-hmm. it's actually such a very emotional show, and you coming out of it actually just like I don't know. I felt watch watching that episode, maybe kind of look at life in, in a in a bit of a different way. Mm. It's it's it's, yeah. it's it's really well br- brilliant how like a, a show does that. Like, um, just talks about like life and death, and you know, the you know the importance of it. And kind of the morally, you know, the gray side of those, etc. And like you know, as you know, same with American Gods, when, when I read American Gods, like Neil Gaiman just writes. It's it's very clever writing. Yeah,
1: um, I feel like he, he does. In his sort of like fantasy stuff, like I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest, like, it's is a bit like, uh, like, you know, some some of it I like, some of it I don't like. It's just hmm. the way you write. It's not my cup of tea yeah. sometimes. But like, yeah, in the show, I think that was my favorite episode. Um, just like how the the sort of interactions change. And then, the, you know, you want to see the next one then. You want to see how their relationship evolves over time, each century. And then you see them sort of, you know, like in modern day as well. Like, I mean, I got to say, my favorite obviously was when, um, I forget the character's name, but the, the man who he makes Immortal, he turns up in like the 80s. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously Dream was like he's is is in his captivity. Captured. So yeah, he never meets him. But I, I did like the sort of like the the aesthetic and obviously they, they were playing like some stereotypically over the top eighties music as well. To, to to cement home that, you know, this is the eighties guys. No, it, it was really fun. Yeah. That was a very well, good episode. But I love
0: the development of Dream's character, how like yeah. he goes from like really despised humans because they they imprisoned him to kind of him seeing like humans there's like not all humans are like this way like you know there's kind of like, the beauty and humanity etc which i i really really um enjoy but I'm, I'm i'm glad they're making the second second series i'm hoping they could bring back some of the cast that they killed off in um right. but i mean it's fancy yeah, anyway like you know they you know it's possible yeah. to bring them back um but also about episode as well. Another episode that's great was the one with um. That oh, was good. David Feralis Couter, the the diner, the so diner. It's name Doctor Fate, Dr. Fate. No, no Doctor Fate from Black Adam. Yeah. Um,
1: he has got a but, name. He's like yeah, you know, like Doctor Destiny or something like that. Yeah,
0: and that's in the diner, and it, it's he's him basically yeah um because that was a
1: proper like bottle episode wasn't it
0: yeah but it's 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 very clever um it's very very clever like the idea of like if people were just open about what they said and you know was truthful and it (laughs) created absolute carnage (laughs) Mm. um you know and it's, it's it's some great lessons really about like how you know some things that are good don't can always not lead to good things, yeah. Um, yeah, I know I'm looking forward to it. Um, another piece of news to talk about is uh, has been cancelled after four seasons. Oh, no, no,
1: oh, that I shouldn't laugh, that's really bad. It, it's to be fair, <laughs> Go I, on. I, I looked at <laughs> myself, I, I looked at, I
0: was like, okay, that's far. I feel like, okay, I mean,
1: but. To be honest. Oh, that's really
0: bad. The viewership was low in season four, and season four did start off really well, but I didn't watch the rest of it. I think I just got kind of—I think it's one of the shows I just got bored of. Which, is, yeah, you know, I don't like being bored of shows. I like yeah. going to go because people, you know, put blood, sweat, and tears into making their shows come alive. Yeah. But I feel like it should just show. that should have been stopped after one, one, yeah, one It would season. have been
1: a fantastic mini series. Wouldn't um it? imagine I think the sort of like, even if it was only like a cliffhanger i think it would have been amazing
0: but i think it's because it's so popular like the executives were like we want another one <sighs> and then i feel like sometimes shows shouldn't be longer than one season that's what watchmen yeah. did really well yeah that's the show run but he said "Is i'm not making another season of yeah, uh, fair play. Watchmen, yeah. which is fair enough
1: because because you know the new that it's going to go downhill like if they like prolong that series there is no story, is it? And, and uh, you can probably tell, like, was it was? I think it was HBO, wasn't it? Like, maybe the executives were like, "Oh, you know, come back or like to do something, make a story." And like Damon Lindelof was like, "Fuck you, no." It was only meant for one season. That's the thing. I, think, I feel like I think it's perfect. Probably one of the best miniseries I've ever seen.
0: I think it's when creativity, when a showrunner or a creator of a show thinks of an idea they do want it to be kind of like, okay, I want this between to be between one and five seasons or one in like three seasons or one season. Yeah. And then they got, they got a battle with the executives who are like, oh, this has become the highest rated highest watch premiere of the year. We want another series. And then that it. it's very great. It's a battle between creativity and like, you know, and e- economy, you know, Mm. It's and um obviously these sectors are like we can make a lot of money from this, you know, people will watch. Yeah, well
1: they they want to min-max, don't they? they yeah, wanna, yeah. They want to reduce the costs as much as possible, but still create the highest like yield in terms yeah. of ratings, viewership, critical um acclaim. You know, it is all about min-maxing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I feel like with Westworld, the first season was incredible. Hmm. And then the second season, I just didn't get. The third one was interesting about the Hobrum, and maybe the third season was alright, a bit. because It just I felt quite, like a different show. It I found it, it really interesting about the Hobrum and, like, the cyberpunk kind of, like, kind of, you know... The, the look of the
1: future was very cool, I thought. Yeah, yeah, and then
0: season four, I didn't really get what it was about, and then they cancelled yeah. it, which I, I, I thought it would be coming anyway, because... I thought they'll can. I thought they were cancer anyway because um, viewership wasn't great, and um, I mean the v- reviews have been a bit low since season one because people were like, "Oh, yeah, it gets too convoluted and get a bit, get too a bit." Hmm. Um, uh, it's one of the shows that you really got to write cleverly about it, otherwise, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you know, like, and uh, you, you you just see like Ed Harris like just whinge like throughout just like oh you know he has no idea what's going on but he's just like continuing to do it
0: yeah yeah definitely he Um, was really
1: good in it though i I really like it no no he he was good jeffrey jeffrey wright was in it um Mm.
0: um the the cast were amazing and apparently they've been paid for season five because apparently the contracts go up to five seasons so they have to pay them for season five even though they're not going to be filming yeah wow well you you, you you cancel shows to make save money but then you still have to pay the actors because their contracts are like five wow. seasons and then what happens then is like you know if their contracts if you don't pay them for the other year of the contract then yeah they could take you to court and stuff and then you're losing more money then so um yeah very um yeah um Another piece of news is, uh, same again from HBO, is uh, we got a release date for The Last of Us. Yeah. Cool poster as well. January the 15th. Hmm, not
1: not too far away.
0: No, no, no.
1: And that's uh, going to be HBO, right? That's HBO, yeah. It's like a, yeah. a weekly, um, uh, week-by-week release. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Which works best for a show like this, is yeah, not it? Yeah, yeah. Like... Yeah. Um, I mean, idiot. I think um a lot of the sort of um <laughs> former fans of um The Walking Dead would be very, they'll, oh, yeah. they'll see the appeal of the show, where, you know, it's like, yeah, th- this is a zombie apocalypse, guys, but it's all about, you know, trying to be, try- trying to remain a good person in a horrible world. I don't know how many episodes it is, but... Probably was... a block oh, of, like, no, eight no, or something.
0: No, it's nine episodes, that's it. Yeah. it's think, uh, yeah, But yeah, nine. because Walking Dead is finally finishing. I say finally, because it has been gone for like <laughs> Yeah, a nice little slipper there. <laughs> I, I don't watch it anymore. Um, uh, but, but, what I was I going to say? But this will be something about like, okay, you know, you, you finished Walking Dead fans with like, they want some more zombies on the small screen. Well, you've got The Last yeah. of Us.
1: I mean, The Last of Us is probably one of the highest rated video games of all time.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. they
1: are definitely trying to do what Netflix tried to do in terms of the Witcher. You know, like, oh um, yeah, you know the games you love? Yeah, this is gonna be the series that's like that. You know, it's got your favorite characters. But I actually think like, you know, they're gonna do a good job. I hope like they, they, they don't like follow like the game fucking level by level. I hope they do their own thing. I mean they'll have to, right? I mean, yeah. do you reckon in the second season they're going to unceremoniously kill Joel? I don't
0: know.
1: That was very... <laughs> uh, contentious. That, <laughs> no, the thing is, Neil
0: Druckmann's writing this, so I feel like he is going to... I don't know. It's a very, it was a very controversial for his time. That, yeah. That, Plus,
1: Pedro Pascal yeah. is like the major draw. I, 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 I feel like they're going to they're
0: gonna kind of... They're going to extend the the um, the the first
1: game maybe yeah, two seasons yeah. or something isn't or that Liev Schreiber playing um, uh, Joel's brother? is it Liev Schreiber or is it no? Else? It's uh,
0: Gabriel Luna. That's it. Oh he... shit! No way. Yeah,
1: yeah. G- no, Gabriel G- Luna, wait, not Gabriel... Uh, Diego Luna. Gabriel, who's who's Gabriel Luna? Do I know it? <laughs> <laughs> it rings a yeah, bell. You thought it was. Uh... Yeah, yeah there was Andor. <laughs> like, so, so Gabriel
0: Luna, he um he was uh oh, he was the Terminator him. in yeah. Dark Fate. Yeah, and he he played um, Ghost Rider in Marvel's Agent of Shield. Yep, uh, mm. and he's been in a bunch of stuff as well. Um, but I, I know him from Terminator, Dark Fate, and mm. Agents of Shield.
1: Yeah, he's been like you know because i am oh no Me- but, maybe um... he was in love different robots
0: He was one he was uh, he was in um kill team kill episode so
1: oh but that, that, that's animation though you, d- you didn't really get any face time but no. um, yeah it should be good we- wait wait until it comes out and i'll definitely give it a watch uh
0: no definitely um talking about highly rated video games um god of all raconauts first reviews have come in and mm-hmm. people saying it's probably people saying it's the best one of the best post bit. people saying it's probably the one of the best PlayStation games ever made. Um, wow. Um, uh, they praise the addition to the combat emotional depth as well as longer runtime time compared to its predecessors. Um, let's have a look. So on Metacritic it is 94 hour, of hundred, yeah. um, so much t- five stars, ten out of tens, etc. Um, let's have a look, some more, but I'm definitely picking this up. But I felt, I felt like after God of War, you're like, oh my god, like okay, you God of War Ragnarok needs to top this, otherwise, you know. Um yeah. God of War is the highest second highest scoring game of the generation so far. So of the new generation. So that you know that this basically tells you. How great it is, and I'm looking forward to pick this up as well. Mm. Did you play the first one, or do
1: you? Um, I played a bit, but I, I've I've watched the gameplay, so like I, I know like the story. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I've never sort of like actually, uh, you know, like, I think like, I played it a little bit. Yeah, so I wouldn't really say I'm I'm like really, mm. I'm I'm not a good sort of like player on that game, but uh, no, I really love the story. Yeah, I
0: can't wait for play this game. It's. Re- uh, yeah, I can't wait to play this game. It's just, it's uh, I love the first God of War, the the remake God of War. I, mean, I need to play the 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 earlier ones. But like, like we talked we were talking about uh, tracking shots and one one shots earlier, yeah. and how basically all that, that whole game was just one long shot, wasn't it? That's the yeah. way it was, it was directed yes, it was yeah. so clever. Yeah, you know, did notice, you notice? Did you didn't notice that it's all no. just one one shot?
1: No. Um... Man, it's, I really liked. Um, I forget the actor's name, but he played. Um, uh, well, he's called the Stranger in it. You know, he's, he's Bal- Balder.
0: Yeah, Balder.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's really good.
0: Well, this one is going to. There's four in this one, so that's gonna be really good. I, yeah. I can't wait for the fight scene between Kratos and Four. That's oh, gonna be absolutely yeah. insane. I remember playing the Balder and Kratos fight in the first one in the, yeah. the, the the 2018 one, and it felt like it was a scene from like. Uh, Man, Steel. It was 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 the destruction they were causing. Like throwing each other across a map and destroying everything. So, so clever. Uh, I love that game and I can't wait to play this one. Um, Yeah, that's all I knew actually for this week. Now we'll talk about uh, Tales of the Jedi. So, um, Tales of the Jedi is kind of this anthology series um, created by Dave Filoni. Apparently he created this while... 'Cause he's been on a lot he was on flights a lot back and forth, you know, for a bit you know, for meetings, etc., and filming, et cetera, as well. Yeah. Like he was literally just like having thoughts on the on the plane journey there, like, hmm, okay, you know, maybe, maybe oh um having this kind of short story ideas in his head and he started writing them down. And that's yeah. when he pitched it to Lucasfilm. Um and Disney it was like, Oh, I kinda of wanna make these kind of anthology shorts following um jedi across the across the, the prequel era and of and obviously the green litter and this and it came out uh they're roughly around about 17 80 minutes 18 minutes each mm, yeah. uh so you can watch it all in one day um i did and yeah same yeah i i in my opinion uh it's it's brilliant absolutely brilliant what what do you think
1: no, I, yeah, I really liked it. There were some um episodes I liked you know more than others. Yeah, yeah. Um I really loved everything to do with Dooku. I thought like it was very fun in exploring his um his evolution from like this you know I guess like a bit of a a sort of like Jedi master into becoming more disillusioned with the Jedi Order and the Republic and then just outwardly just spoilers he murders a member of the jedi council uh he murders yaddle and that is his essentially like his initiation into the sith order um i liked how i i've sometimes i i'm a bit like you know uh, i love it or hate it when they try to stitch some like you know small stories or other stories around the existing canon like how they managed to fit the final season of um the Clone was into Episode Three, yeah, but so that was very well done. Um, um, and then obviously in this with Dooku, they obviously try and fit it around Episode One, around um, Qui Gon's death, and then his ultimate sort of fall to the dark. Uh, of, sorry, of uh, Dooku's fall to the dark side and becoming a Sith Lord. It was good. It was very very fun. Um, I didn't really like um Ahsoka being at Padme's funeral in on uh, Naboo. I thought that was a bit. Uh, it wasn't. Needed. I think.
0: I think it was plot convenience, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. They needed to have her Bell Gardener be somewhere. Yeah, and... to establish their relationship. Yeah.
0: It? What, what 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 didn't you like about it? I felt yeah. it was a bit too kind of
1: forced. Yeah, it was just contrived. Yeah. Um... But yeah, they, they needed to establish their relationship. Well, you know, like Padme this, and this Ahsoka... alliance in a, in the in the, the dark times. Well,
0: Padme and Soka were like good friends during the Clone Wars, anyway. So I felt like mm. her being film was kind of. It adds a bit to it as well. Yeah, uh, it can be a bit contrived, but I, I think it's a bit contrived. But also, you know, on the other side, I'm like thinking, yeah, I think because she's also Padme was also her friend, mm, yeah. and she's able to kind of mourn Padme in yep. terms of like, in, in, but also she's the way she's mourning Padme, she's also mourning Anakin as well. But, again, it's kind of like we need to have her and Bailgana be somewhere, in the place to kind of, you know, um, set up the story, really, of the episode. Um, this show definitely shows me how corrupt the Jedi are. And the way what, it's, it, that's what's the link between Do- Dooku and Ahsoka, is that they're both characters that became disillusioned with the idea of what the Jedi, the Jedi stood for. And how like the Jedi Council were really much became kind of puppets of the Senate. And it's interesting how the Jedi Council try and to remove anyone that kind of objects to to their kind of, you know, their basically, you know, their, 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 their the their, the, the, way, the way they're working, etc. Yeah, well, their the
1: dogma, isn't it?
0: The dogma, yeah. So basically they're so cur they kind of like get kicked out of the Jedi. And, well, she leaves a Jedi, really, so she becomes disillusioned by it. But also, Dooku, they're like, we're not going to give you a seat on the council.
1: Yeah. And, like, Mace has always been a bit, um, uh, like, weird in terms of he'll he'll do anything to sort of, like, you know, help himself. He's he's always had it out for Anakin Skywalker. Um, He's a bit of a knob, isn't he? And he, he was Mac a soaker as well in the final episode it's like oh you know uh was it like oh you know this is council business citizen he's a nut no, he's a knob he's just he i think he just thinks he's better but then everybody that's
0: kind it's of arrogance. That attitude. Yeah. yeah it's arrogance yeah and obviously you know I don't... you
1: know and maybe that you know one can argue that's one of the reasons why the jedi failed because they lost their way you know it's... um but I, I coming back to sort of like Dooku, I, I liked how it's transformation. Um and also like it sort of opens pathways into doing other um stories, I think. Yeah. One can hope for a young Palpatine story in the future. If they do something like this again, you know, um Tales of the Jedi Volume Two or something, you know like something similar, like this short story stuff. A young Palpatine showing how he's like seduced to the dark side, and even bringing in Plagueis would, would be fantastic.
0: Yeah, we have never seen Plagueis really, have we? No, in, um... we've we've, ne- we've only obviously no. heard
1: of him in canon, yeah. anyway. Um, you know the the have we ever ever heard of Darth Plagueis the Wise speech? You know, that's, that's yeah, and obviously ever, uh, obviously
0: when when a um look at that book with. Pulp. It's like a young pulp teen. It's, I can't remember what it's called. It's, it's the Dark Plague's book.
1: Yeah, is that yeah. canon or is that legends? No, it's legends. Unfortunately, it's, legends. it's uh, it's only legends, which is okay. very um. So sad. We, never, we have
0: it. We haven't really seen Dark Plague's be shown in like the canon stuff, have we? No, really? never. So we don't even know be,
1: his species. That's um, gonna be so interesting yeah. to, in, to in see. in legends. He's um, he's established as being immune so yeah. immune is like the you know the banking clan Those like really like thin and like they got long hair. yes that's it yeah it's yeah. one of those um but yeah it's not established so it opens you know doorways into thinking it could be anything it could be a human It could, you know plagues could be a uh, female you know it could, it could be anything it's, i would all we know is the sith lord's name i
0: would like to see a young obi-wan as well uh <clears throat> shorts about yeah. how he becomes part of the jedi and How he becomes
1: the apprentice to Qui Gon. That'd or or Anakin uh, as as a a new Padawan for Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Or even the 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 same episode they could intersperse, couldn't they, between that relationship as you said with Qui Gon and Obi Wan, and then Obi Wan and Anakin to to show like how different their relationships were. That'd be that would be really fun, actually.
0: Would also, would you say like would would you see once in some... Tel- like, if Tales of July did some shorts based in the original trilogy, was that a bit too, kind of... Um, I mean, we kind of know uh, so much about the original trilogy, it's not...
1: Yeah, I feel... Um, I've, because I am a, pre- a prequel fan... Yeah. And I'm biased, and I love everything Old Republic, Um, I would like them to, yeah, like, remain in, like, the prequel era. Uh, you know, like the fall of like the Republic, and and the, like the, the you know the like, the growing darkness. Whereas, I, yeah, I I think it should remain prequel.
0: I think Tales of the Jedi also works when it's based on characters that we know. I yeah. don't think it's it'd be pointless if Jedi Tales of the Jedi season two were like okay, we're going to be focusing on Jedi from the High Republic era because we don't really mm. know much about it. Also, like we're not really. That engaged to his characters yet to be like oh we want to see you know what they did before this you know unless the acolyte comes out and it's like you know we like the main characters we absolutely become obsessed with but Ahsoka you know short stories on Ahsoka it fills in some of the gaps with Ahsoka like it feels like basically her finding you you know finding no finding out she's a Jedi and using the force etc that was my weakest episode that was weakest episode of the show I felt it was very much like Okay, mm-hmm. this feels very much like a filler. Um, um but also with Dooku, because oh, we've never really seen how Dooku has to the dark side, have we? He's yeah. always just being kind of like... Yeah. he's due to Dooku at certain points, but...
1: Yeah. I liked um, Dooku's sort of like, yeah, like just this slow descent into the dark and watching, like, Qui-Gon just look on, like, like, like helpless, like he can't help his master. Yeah. I thought that because that's that's from um, I think it's from Legends actually, or oh no, I think it's canon. Like this new novel, like it shows um, the early relationship between Qui Gon and Dooku. You see, like Qui Gon just sort of like he, he's depressed at the fact that he can see his master, like yeah, just like fall. But obviously, I... no one would have thought that he would have become a Sith.
0: No, I think I think it'd be good if they did do maybe a mini series well maybe an animate me a series about i mean they, they could have done it well i feel like they could have done it about the tales but i mean count is one of those characters i you know fans love he's a fan favorite character yeah. so i'd like to see a bit more of his descent into this into the into the dark side yeah and i mean the three episodes showed really well basically you know they didn't have to in a short cover episodes we had an idea of like, a, why Dooku kind of is a bit, his aggressiveness and brutal tactics um, yeah, and how he's kind of, he becomes disillusioned with the Jedi and how he becomes separated from the Jedi. And then that's his descent to the dark side. But I would like to see a bit more about how he first meets Sidious and stuff like mm. that. I, I, I would kind of like to see a bit more of that as well. Because that is very interesting. I mean, and, and Star Wars does really well looking at kind of... It does really well looking at his villains as well. Like how yeah. their villains turn to the dark side. I mean, like Kylo Ren. Say we're talking about the secret trilogy, but I think Kylo Ren was the best character in the secret trilogy. Oh, yeah. Because... Hands it, down, it, yeah. Yeah, like Darth Vader, you know, his ascent to, from Anakin to Darth Vader, it's, it's, it's so developed and it's so just, you know... Rich in terms of it's like you know its its story, so you know I I kind of want to see this like you know having seeing seeing this kind of stories of you know, um, you no know, just the, the dark you know people turn to the dark side and all that fill in some gaps of like you know questions about like you know how did Ahsoka yeah able to train to fight the clones and stuff like that and that was a good episode because. That's if from and at the end of that episode, I think it's practice makes perfect, yeah. Um, it's a put it's a different point of view because in that, the, the what's it, the last episode of the Clone Wars, it's from Jesse's point of view, yeah. That, that scene, whilst with in practice, makes further it's from uh Ahsoka's point of view, you know, when they open the door and Rex mm. has got Ahsoka kind of like you know, a gunpoint, yeah, tends about you know, he's got as a hostage, uh, you know, he's captured and stuff but in the clone wars that's from jesse's point of view Well, that's from jesse's perspective whilst in Platinum's perfect you see kind of them talking beyond the door before they enter yeah. with the other clones and it basically shows that like okay you're thinking oh why did you learn all this training to deal with clones in a way also i don't know it's just like with any circumstances you know like and anakin was kind of smart enough to train in that so when it came to win the old oh, 66 that's one of the reasons why Ahsoka survived because she had that training to deal with um you know the uh, deal with clone clone weaponry and clone you know clone attacks
1: um yeah and, and you see don't, don't you like the, the changes in you see ahsoka getting better and sort of like yeah. um, maturing yeah. and then you yeah. see the, sort of the clone armor changing from phase one and you see it then becoming phase two yeah yeah so closer yeah. and closer to what happens in you know order 66. Um, yeah and
0: it's interesting because it's like oh like that was one of the you know, the downfalls of the jedi as well they, that's why a lot of them got massacred because they didn't expect their own men to turn against them yeah now i'm not gonna lie like if you're in war any type of war you've got to be kept you know you'd be like oh okay you're you the, the enemy side will be kind of you know you obviously they'll be attacking you so you're obviously trained to fight the the other enemy the enemy but then one's in the enemy it's your, it's your own people which yeah. turn against you you know you know but, and, but you watch all the 66 with um Revenge of Sith, and all each other's died because it did it did not expect the clones to turn against them yep well a ahsoka even though she didn't expect the clones to turn against them at least she was prepared for right. like if the clones did attack yeah yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's, a, it's that's the if the Jedi were just taught what Ahsoka was taught, then exactly, yeah, <laughs> there may be a lot that would survive. To be honest, <laughs> like, you know. but
1: you know, that it's trying to show, isn't it? That, mm. um, uh, it's trying to show that if um, if, if if the Jedi were more, you know, like willing to question things like Anakin, then would they have survived? You know, and it's only because they sort of like just stormwalled him did he turn to you know the dark side it's i want nice to little, I, like, I want
0: i want a short episode that explains yeah. why yoda the count that the yoda went from saying yeah. that anakin should not be trained to then saying that qui-gon um hmm. uh over uh, on kenobi can train anakin because that was a very in episode one i thought it was very much a massive change hmm. like it's like okay you're going to train him from you said like a minute ago. You not, don't want him to be trained. Um, <laughs> let's have an episode of the council's debating <laughs> that. Like, yeah.
1: should we trade? Should Wonderful we train
0: Should we have Annika be a Jedi? Um, mm. And let's have a, a mass debate. You know, uh, <laughs> um, I did like how. Um, so you know um, the guy who voiced. Um, uh, young Qui Gon is Liam Neeson's son.
1: No way, is it?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the guy who plays a uh, voice as young Qui Gon is uh, Michael Richardson. Um, no he's way, Liam Neeson's son. That's good. Yeah, I like it, about, that.
1: Yeah, sorry, go on. A continuity in it in the weird yeah. way in it like that even opens doors saying like well, they can just bring him back now whenever they do sort of like young Qui Gon stuff yeah definitely because it was well received so you know the disney would be like oh people want more of this so apparently yeah, app- app- apparently,
0: apparently like people were like there's like a kind of like obsessive fango obsessive with young or Obi- Oh my God, he's like he's, he's, he, lo- he looks like he looks like a you know ch- chad doesn't he? In, 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 in <laughs> way. Damn it. um yeah it's weird um i did like how they actually bought Liam neeson the voice quite good yeah even though it wasn't a lot of dialogue still it was kind of nice having that having them back so well. yeah. and also Ian McDermott is Dove Sidious I swear oh. Ian McDermott is just like yeah has got like a a, a phone just for, for uh, Disney to call him yeah. and be like he knows okay they want me to play yeah um, no
1: he doesn't even like they don't even <laughs> phone him they just like put money in his account he's like oh well gotta record more lines
0: uh, he loves it. He loves playing. Oh, yeah. Lo- I think he loves He, th- he probably thinks that's his favourite performance ever as an actor. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know. It must be, because he keeps coming back to do it.
1: Like, I've yeah. never seen an actor... Someone from... Um, it was on Reddit. Someone from the town that he's from in Scotland yeah. wanted to raise money to erect the statue of Emperor Palpatine. That'd be cool. Not Ian McDiarmid, but Emperor Palpatine. That is pretty cool. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine? You, you would go into this town, and the statue is like this hunched over robed figure with like an evil like grimace can you imagine i've mean, <laughs> that... got like you know like philanthropists and stuff and like you know heroes or whatever they <laughs> have got a fictional um dark wizard
0: i think that i i like that i'll dig that actually yeah um, it's yeah. fun isn't it? yeah um <laughs> But no, that's uh that, that that's that's hmm. pretty pretty. They're, what do you I think, think of like they're, the? They're, I remember reading the news about a Star Wars yeah. statue that actually was taken, stolen. 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 A
1: Star Wars statue. Yeah. No <laughs> way. Um, um. what do you think of the um the animation style?
0: Oh, uh loved it. You could tell. You, you could see the. There's a. I saw a nice. I saw a nice photo of, the, of like. Um anakin and ahsoka in the clone wars film and then yeah. them in um tales of the jedi and how yeah. the animation is just so it's mm. it's so great
1: now mm. yeah because people weren't a fan of it originally um obviously this is back in like the original um clone wars tv movie um people weren't a fan of the sort of like the um hyper stylized animation style that they were going for um I think it has sort of grown on people, you know, and like no, I if, think certain things work in animation, which you can't necessarily do in live action, which they've benefited from.
0: Or just some things can't work when animation. I'm talking about style. Resistance, yeah, yeah. Con- so. Conversely,
1: yeah, you're right. Yeah,
0: style of resistance.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, that was that was underproduced and there's no story to it whatsoever No, no, no. it was purely i I, I did not
0: like the anime. i I know it's anime trying to be anime but i did not like the animation
1: honestly like people who do anime animations like for a living i would be insulted if they said you know like because i think that was produced by feloni but i don't i think he just you know he, he was in charge of the inception I don't think he was in charge of like actually producing or like i think, it. well
0: filoni is the head of Lucasfilm film animation so any animation he's oh, but i think of, i like...
1: think at the time though he wasn't oh okay i think at the time he he was one of like executive ex- executive producers but i don't think he was um like the head of it Yeah, no, look i'm sorry. not too sure i'm i'm just trying to be like an apologist for him aren't i <laughs> so you trying to excuse um star wars resistance <laughs> No, but that that was that was one. Going to see it was
0: it was created by him.
1: Yeah, but that's what I mean. Is like you know he had the inception for it, but did he actually work on it? But what makes it well as but
0: what makes as well tells Jedi is that it's set in the t- in a period that we like we like prequelitis is not really gone. In Pre- Star Wars prequelitis. Well, you're know, not that. Not prequelitis. It's like it's a word. <laughs>
1: no that's that's fantastic it actually sounds like a disease <laughs> it's basically I know when, you mean yeah basically
0: yeah. when like it's some fans think god oh, there's too much stuff with the prequels
1: and then well, that's why
0: a lot of people get sick of between episodes three yeah. and because
1: they're like oh well, you know you know people love it for its meme factor and and ironically love it because they grew up on um they grew up on the prequels so they had this very childlike nostalgia for it that's only it's only appreciated through time yeah i think i think that's why people like the prequels and people like um uh, feloni do have this very deep appreciation and an understanding of where lucas wanted to go for the prequels they and they they you know they have lucas's vision and they just want they want to continue that vision in the form of um, short form animation yeah. Um, and apparently uh, this is um, a media outlet said it. So to take this with a grain of salt. Um, the, the, this um, anthology style of storytelling for the prequels was part of Lucas's vision originally. You know, he, he wanted to have t- um, Star Wars transition to television instead of going on the, the, the large, sc- um, well, that's what, the, um, the Star. Screen.
0: that's what Star's Underworld was.
1: Yeah. You, you yeah. Know it's a un- shame it didn't materialize. No, honestly. no, but it's yeah.
0: stars Underworld was obviously being hmm. created by, yeah. um, George Lucas and it's yeah. gonna be set post C episode three um mm, yeah in kind of the, the, the yeah. underworld of coruscant the and CD gonna...
1: underworld yeah and a yeah. lot
0: and a lot of the episodes and the storylines became films obviously so it was the rogue one that originally the idea yeah. of death star plans came was originally gonna be an episode of underworld and then uh what to call it the han solo within the fal- falcon from uh, yep. lando was could be an episode of um what to call it an episode of yeah the underworld so it's that would be really fun right it would
1: like original characters for that but then you know you get like guest um appearances of like obviously i don't think you know they'd say if it was about han solo they wouldn't get harrison ford in they get a young actor and he would that would be the guest role wouldn't it for that episode Mm, or episode arc Definitely, where our characters for the show have to help these other characters do what they need, you know, to to negotiate the underworld. And um, even if it wasn't just on Coruscant, it was like on other very seedy worlds. You know, like yeah. let's, go to, let's go to Nal Hutta or like Nar Shaddaa, Tatooine. Let's go, you know, everybody loves Tatooine. Let's go back there. Um, I love like when people were saying like, oh, you know, The Mandalorian is going to be like, yeah, like the 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 spiritual successor to um, to Underworld. And it does. The Mandalorian loves to dip its toes into it, doesn't it? But it, it, the Mandalorian doesn't feel comfortable doing it. It wants to be a feel-good, like um, um, what do they call it? A uh, lone wolf and cub, isn't it? You know, like the yeah. Uh, you, you know, you know what I mean? Don't you? like by lone wolf and cub, um, like you know, like this sort of like father and son sort of relationship. It it feels comfortable like that. But then you have something now which i'm going to say you know, like and or which is so it revels in its unapologetic celebration of the, the 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 tarnished unpolished used universe of star wars i
0: really because obviously andor has i think viewership has been okay but not as great as what they wanted and i really hope they do make they, they obviously they're not they're not cancelling season well, two
1: they, no they, they i think they said the originally they wanted a five season thing um and now they've reduced to two seasons which i'm i'm very happy with I yeah think less, less is more yeah
0: and i mean yes it can be slow and stuff as you know as people say it's quite a slow show but there are honestly like and all right like, and, or it's not always an action packed because, again, it's like an espionage show, and espionage yeah, yeah. films aren't always action packed. They're all, you know, um, and it's always just builds up to like a big event. And I mean, like when we watched, what was it? The kind of, I'll say it's like the oh, art robbery. The art, the, the Al High like, oh, The two episodes yeah. are quite like, okay, this is a bit slow. And then the third one, you're like, holy crap. It was like, it was
1: explosive. Like, literally, yeah. it was amazing.
0: Yeah. Um... I want to go back to Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, and I just want to talk about how just, talk about Dave Filoni and, like, his kind of vision for Star Wars, but how, like, he literally created Ahsoka. Ahsoka was was in the first Clone Wars film. This was the first Star Wars film since Revenge of the Sith. You Know it's going to be the beginning of the Clone Wars, you're going to have all these characters back in animation form, so everyone was excited. And then they brought Ahsoka along, and everyone was like, Okay, Andika's got a pad one, which a lot of fans were probably thinking, What? Because she's not mentioned in the films at all. Hmm. Um, so okay, and she started off as like kind of like the very naive, kind of silly, like little, you know, little annoying pad one, and people well, didn't like there, her, people hated her. People hated yeah. the character, <laughs> and 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 Dave Filoni, he kind of had to fight to really tell people like, look, like, Sokka, she's gonna get better. It's a reason why this character is in this film, yeah, and why she's gonna be in the show, and she's become one of the most fan favorite Star Wars characters
1: ever. But... Yeah, I, I'd say out of all all of the Star Wars characters, yeah. she's probably yeah. one of, if not the top ten more favorite.
0: And if that's an example show how Dave, how great Dave Filoni's work has done for Star Wars. You know, yeah. That's there. Yeah. Like, they're actually making a TV show, a live-action show, based on a circle of an actress.
1: Yeah. Who oh, remember that really his... whiny, annoying apprentice? Oh, oh, my God. Remember when they gave Anakin Skywalker an apprentice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You mean, like, the most, one of the most beloved characters ever? Yeah, well, she's having a show now. I
0: didn't find her annoying. At the end of the day, it's like... Um... I mean, if you find an annoying, one in Pad One, watch episode two because Anderson
1: <laughs> like it. Awesome! So, I, I knew you were going to say it, but it's still funny when you actually say like, it. But like,
0: but 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 you know, Pad Ones are supposed to be annoying, aren't they? At the start, yeah.
1: Like, well, they're meant to be you know, like the um the kind of like the audience surrogate, isn't it? When they're very naive, so they ask the questions the audience wants to ask, and then yeah, you know, like, it's it's the infuriated like master who's like, i told you this before, but I'll say it again. <laughs> That was yeah, my one impression, but okay. And
0: <laughs> really it just she becomes this kind of naive, you know, pad one to becoming like you know, a Jedi, a great Jedi. Yeah. And to you know, and she's still living up until this the sequel trilogy. It's like it's insane. And I know it's like the Dave Filoni's favourite character, you know, is
1: well, except for uh, Plo Koon.
0: Oh yeah, Plo Koon, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> um, but, but it's absolutely, you know, incredible. And I know, like, probably some people have kind of maybe been a bit sick of seeing Ahsoka more in his show. But in the days, this is Dave Filoni's show; he's going to have Ahsoka in it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not big. I was. I'm not big fan of the, of the birth of Ahsoka episode. I felt it
1: was a bit. It was a bit kind of. Um. Yeah. But um, the... it was a very sweet moment, though, when they had the sort of. Um. It, it, I think it's called Beast Control. You know like where, where yeah they can like, like calm like animals that was very sweet I that's thought. what
0: grogu did in um book of warfare didn't he yeah, he calmed yeah. the animal he calmed the Vanco. yeah um and 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 then obviously practically perfect episode was was good um because all about her training and how yeah. she become much better better jedi and then the last episode is really about her really finding that the battle her her basically giving up at the start you know like my master's dead um you know all the jedi probably dead padme's dead the jedi being destroyed it you know she's kind of giving up hope yeah the same way that yeah. obi-wan kenobi giving up hope and then in the end she basically realizes that she the the, the rebellion needs her the the, the, the galaxy still needs a jedi yeah so that's and the end of it is her basically coming out of the you know the the shadows and kind of from hiding and becoming and her joining the rebellion, and that sets up when we see her in the second season of uh, Rebels. It, it's very well done, and it, you know fills in the gaps. Obviously, I feel like we're gonna might get more episodes of Ahsoka in Tales of the Jedi in the future. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. But other f- g- gaps are gonna be filled in in the Ahsoka show anyway. So yeah. It's... um i want to know about like what your opinion is of um i mean i mean i'm going to say like dave Filoni is um a prime suspect for this because he is so involved so by definition he's going to be more involved in um in doing this sort of thing which is quite contentious where he will um overwrite existing media um you know you know to to sort of um to bring his characters more in line with how he's written them so a very good instance is um, is Ahsoka, where there's yeah. a book um, I forget who who's written it, but um, there's a book about Ahsoka post Order sixty six, which is what the final episode is based on. the The set in you know, and she meets this sort of like this inquisitor and defeats him. That is part of the book. And okay. um, oh, there's also um another bit of media. Ah, yeah, the um. So there's i'm sure there's a book as well about you know um uh kane and jarrus from um from rebels yeah i'm sure there's a book about when he was an apprentice and how he escaped order 66 and the, he, and again dave filoni um that in the i think it was the premiere for bad batch season one yeah yeah and um these characters are very beloved so seeing you know the sort of like existing story being overwritten i think it's a bit of a slap in the face but then again the story groupers i i'm i'm not here to defend the story group because they they they're very bad i think in my opinion for star wars but they did establish early on in disney's uh, tenure that live action star wars and and the films will take precedence in terms of canon like canonicity and anything like yeah sort of like um um, Books like literature or like audio books will take a back seat. so it can and will, if necessary, be overwritten. I d- I want to know, like, so, like what your opinion is on that. Um, I know it's quite a loaded question. I, right?
0: No, I, I I I got an answer, but so basically, I feel like if you have obviously Star Wars is so got so much like material, like you know, from video games to TV shows to yeah. films to books. There are gonna be like kind of I think and if they're all canon, there are gonna be moments where you're gonna be restrictive in what you can tell because like, oh, there's already been a book written about that. And I feel like if it's I mean, you know, you're not changing how Anakin becomes Darth Vader, are you, in the fight with, you know, episode three. Yeah. And I think you're right that the kind of the T V shows and the films, you know, take bit of precipice over the books um i mean the, the books are great like i'm not saying the, the books are crap but like i feel like with something like that kind of i mean and jarrus how he's right okay it's a small thing like i don't okay. think it needs to be criticized by the changes same thing with Ahsoka, Ahsoka. and i mean it's, it's hard because I think in, in anyway, you're gonna to have to make canon changes anyway. There are gonna be changes in the canon. Yeah. That and some people are gonna be a bit quite a bit annoyed at. But then again, it's like it's but you're gonna see written styles anyway. There's gonna be characters that are gonna appear, or there's gonna be characters that you know like going to die when in a way that's not how it is written in like a book based on them. Yeah. So you're gonna have some changes, but I think it's it's because Star Wars is so there's so much material of Star Wars. It's 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 really inevitable. Unless you really try and avoid that because of book's written about it. Uh but sadly we live in the, really in a world where more people will watch a TV show than read the book. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's a bit like I'm not being critical because, you know, I think, you know, people will watch a tv show, will watch a TV show about it and read a book. So it,
1: it, it's it's easier to access, yeah. isn't
0: it? exactly it's easy to access and um and i, I feel like you know it's it's, it's that's gonna be your styles anyway like you know it's gonna be like kind of plot chain you know canon changes anyway yeah. and, and it's, it's happened in Star Wars quite a lot anyway so i don't really um i don't you know i don't really kind of get the criticism but i can kind of because it's, you know, that, that's basically my, my thought about it. It's it's mm. inevitable. It's going to be, because Star Wars has got so much material, you know, books and all this, read about it, along with the films and TV shows and video games, it's going to be, you know, there are going to be changes. Yeah. And especially if they develop more into these characters as well, there are going to be, you know, because Ahsoka feels like the most complete character yeah. in Star Wars, in terms of so much has been adapted, you know, there's been so much kind of, you know, Portrayals of her, depictions of her, her, her her history throughout Star Wars. There are going to be changes to her canon as well. But yeah, that's that's, that's why I think. Um, same thing.
1: With, what do say? Say with Yaddle as well, because there was a canon change with Yaddle's fate, wasn't there? I, I don't know. I think um, uh, I think it was more sort of like in Legends where Yaddle was killed. Um. I think she saved Anakin. It was—I don't know. It, it was weird. It was like like a bomb or something. So Yaddle, like sort of like you know, took the bullet or t- took the bomb for Anakin, and just, like essentially like you know, used the Force to like restrict the explosion so they only killed her. That's legend, though, isn't it?
0: That's not the yeah, yeah. Stuff. I don't
1: know what the to explain why, is. why she's not on the council. That's the only reason why they needed to kill Yaddle off. Because they need to explain well. She's there in episode one. Where is she in episode two and three? Where is she? Kill her off.
0: Why? um And do, before episode two, we kind of had an idea that Duku killed then killed the killer Jedi because kill well, does he kill two Jedi in this? Because Cypher Diaz, I don't know what <laughs> um, I, don't, I, I don't know what yeah. is, thing with Cypher Diaz, but he gets killed, doesn't he? In canon. well,
1: Cy- Cypher Diaz was meant to have died in a, a shuttle crash. Uh, and you know it's like oh a very you know a very sad accident that was never considered foul play until the clone wars where when they investigate the clone wars they find that um he was murdered by dooku um yeah well yeah Yeah. by by dooku and sort of like the you know the dark side essentially yeah you know like this mysterious sith lord um and uh, i'm sure in legends they you um dooku ordered his death or killed him to and that was his initiation into the sith you know killing someone that you like you respect or you love and because he appreciated you know, he loved him as a brother as a jedi that was his initiation but no it um he was just um i i think cipher ds's death was set after this after tales of the Jedi. yeah
0: i think so yeah yeah because it's
1: for his first initiations
0: feels like canon wise yeah actually Jedi is him killing yaddle
1: yeah but and you see it you know like he is full of regret for killing yaddle but it, it you know um anger leads to hate hatred no it was um Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hatred leads to suffering. Yeah, suffering, you know? suffering. And through that, you know, like it, he, he gains power through the dark side. But um, you see, you know, Pal, um, Sidious, like just enjoying it. Like, and uh, he's just uh, won another game of four D chess. Yeah. He's gained an apprentice, you know, through the dark side, and I like how different Dooku is because you know, he is a Sith. He is essentially like Maul. Um, he's like, um, uh, sorry, he's like Darth Vader. I mean, he he is Darth Tyrannus, but he is more. He's more civil, isn't he? He's he's not savage, but he feels like he's doing good, and he's accessing the dark side as a Sith because he feels like he's. It, it, I think is definitely like um like an identity sort of like crisis going on with him. He, he, was, he was in the episode two. He was gonna. He was considering telling Obi Wan who the the Sith Lord was. He in episode two. He
0: basically wants to kill Sidious. That's basically yeah. what. Yeah. And is it because of the idea that he wants to kill Sidious because he he's Sidious tur- basically forced him to turn to the dark side, or is it kind of like I I, I don't get is in the clone as well he has uh Ventress as the pad one then sidious um orders yeah. dooku
1: to kill Ventress, so the ring of two yeah doesn't like <laughs> well oh the rule the the of, two, two, of, yeah. of two is weird because they, they like they needs to be officially one master and one apprentice you know but to to further your aims you can take on like um an acolyte you know like, like um a dark side user as like an assassin. So that's that. In the Plagueis novel, uh, Sidious took on Maul as a a dark side apprentice, whilst he was still the apprentice to Plagueis. But even Plagueis knew this and he approved of it because Sidious was saying that, "Oh, we're just going to use him as an apprentice, like a like a pawn in our in our game." And Plagueis was like, "Yeah, this is good. We should do this." But it's the same with Ventress, but Ventress is more of like a canon example where she was purely used as a pawn by uh, both Sith Lords. But then because she became un- unruly and she kept on failing, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this was like, dooku, get rid of her, mate. Yeah, was like, yeah. Right, yeah. you are. Kill Yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: Do it. <laughs> it's... Um... It really shows how Dooku's really... It's still like... It's very uh, like a tragic turn to the dark side, isn't it? Yeah, it's with, beautiful. Uh, Do, it's it's Dooku, very operatic. Darth Vader. and I mean, like, it's... The, the turn of the dark side, it seems like a tragedy. You know, turning becoming, becoming... You know, it's like the devil, really. The devil... Yeah, yeah. It's really not a tragic story, because the devil is an embodiment of evil. And the devil tempts... The devil tempts those to basically turn their back on God. And come to you know to do mm-hmm. wicked in insi- evil sinful deeds yeah. and you know look at the guard- garden of even Eden- yeah God, is such a great example story about how the devil tempted mm. um you know Adam and Eve to break the code break the rules yeah kind of way of kind of like uh you know not not possessing but kind of manipulates humanity yeah it's an adaption, and that's, isn't it? and that's yeah. what sidious because sidious there's no like you know there's no sympathy for sidious he's a pure evil well,
1: that's um ian McDermott joked about that he said yeah i tried to find a redeeming quality for uh for the emperor for sidious and he said all i can think of is that he attends operas so he's a patron of the arts <laughs> but that's uh, the, that's uh, the, it's the only thing you, you can think of as positive that's like every villain like it's like goes the <laughs> yeah. The arts. Yeah. yeah they're always yeah. making schemes whilst watching Swan Lake. <laughs> um
0: reminds me of what it's Sherlock Holmes game of shadows where Holmes has been tortured by Moriarty and Moriarty is, like singing to up op- to like opera music and you're like this is the most, this is the most Villainous scene ever. Jared like, you know,
1: Harris is yeah. brilliant in that. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. People forget Jared Harris is an amazing actor, and he, and he play, expert expertly he portrayed
0: fucking, um, lo- Moriarty. They fucking love play like how not they? Oh god, um,
1: yeah, yeah. He's so overlooked as well.
0: Um, <sighs> but yeah, you but know, with with really a Palpatine, and if you look back at like his origins, really, he's literally just he's he's just. Thirsty for power, basically. Yeah. yeah, that's why he gets tempted to the dark side. Dooku gets gets fallen to the dark side because he becomes disillusioned by the Jedi, and he feels like he is basically being kind of kicked, you know, removed. I think for him being a Jedi on the council, he would be somebody that would be able to speak up against some maybe the corruption of the Jedi or the corrupt, you know, being kind of like you know puppets for the Senate. Yes, but because yeah. the Jedi knew that he would be very vocal against their principles, that's why they banished him. So he becomes very more disillusioned. He feels like, so, in a way, that's why he gets forced to do the dark side. And the idea that Qui Gon, his apprentice, dies, and the Jedi still don't really believe that he was killed by a Sith Lord, which you know, it's a bit like, it's you know, it's like if I don't know someone i know got i don't know this is a really bad comparison but someone got killed you know maybe got hit by a car died but then uh, you know you're arguing that the the driver was intoxicated but he wasn't you know mm. or yeah, i don't know maybe it's just a that's a big bad uh uh, uh comparison but like oh, but, um, but no it's like
1: they, they did lose their way and, and yeah. that is the issue with the jedi they failed, you know, not only the Republic, you know, but themselves. And they failed people like Dooku. Yeah, and that's the thing. He is, in this especially, he's very um, sympathetic as a villain.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he definitely is. And
1: it da- definitely does give like much-needed context to not just the Clone Wars, but because in the Clone Wars, he he's just meant to be you know, like a comic villain, isn't he? But Episode 2, because you see that I think there is like enjoyment in sort of like you know satisfaction when he he manages to um defeat Anakin and Obi Wan in a duel, but then you know he he is like regretful in his actions. Yeah, and then only only in like Episode Three, you know, he, he's gored oh, in God. Anakin.
0: It makes it bad. You got to think about what what was going through Dooku's head when he's about to be executed by Anakin it goes yeah. back to how he kind of executed yaddle um and i we talk about actually talking about Yado is kind of how she talks normally compared to yoda <laughs> yeah it makes it it's a running joke people have made since the show come out it's like is yoda just fucking about people really He's <laughs> just doing it for the sake of being fucking different you know like you know mm. um <laughs> do you get what i mean Yadl just talks, like, well, he's
1: meant to be you know he's the mysterious um like sorcerer who speaks in riddles isn't it that's how luke uh, described him in, but like um, because of he
0: normally Loki. knows his species yeah yeah and then when up appeared but oh yeah probably talked the same as him but yeah he, I, I think
1: um i think that was a mistake on lucas's part introducing the character of yaddle was definitely a mistake because you know like oh now there's two of them it, it isn't that mysterious the fact that there's more than one makes yoda seem less unique yeah right <sighs> people no. like to forget about yaddle <laughs> but this does open um uh a, you know maybe it opens the, the doorways to theories about how um grogu was created Oh no! Yeah. No, he wasn't. Was he? He was. He was already at the Jedi Temple. Oh.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't. I don't. I don't want Yoda Yaddle to hook up and just. Oh, God damn. It. Also, if the name's called Yodan Yaddle, I'm surprised why it's called Grogu. Because I thought, yeah. oh wait, then all then all the speeches names start with Y. Yoga, Yoda, Yoda, yeah. Yaddle, Yogurt. and Grogu. I love this. There's, there's a funny so when uh skywalker saga lego came out everyone was making memes of like because you're able to, to like cru- like t- turn to any character really on free, yeah. in free and free roam and one of them is like sort of done it So it's like it's like baby yoda grogu and it's like yoda and yaddle because you can like the couch you can place yaddle and yoda and yeah. it's like uh, and yoda's like but my ch- child this is not mine oh uh, I pay uh, childcare. I will not, you know, I will not pay, you know, like, <laughs> God damn so, it. Brutal, so, and it's like, Grogu's like head goes down. He's like, oh, you know, that's quite a funny one. I, I, I see. How I can find them. That's quite funny. I laugh so much. Uh, finding that. Um, what do you think of the, um, the duel with Inquisitor? It was very short. Yeah. And it really reminded me of the duel between Maul and Obi-Wan in. Tatsumi. Yeah. Yeah. About, so cursed becomes so powerful a Jedi. Just need she knows where to to, to strike, and um, well, yeah, strike you know only um, she, she.
1: The the thing is, the whole reason why the you know like obviously in duel the duel of the fates. So with um, Obi Wan, Qui Gon, and um, Darth Maul, the whole reason why that goes on one because it's it's meant to be the the big you know. A dramatic battle Jew at the end the of the film. The Jew of Anakin's
0: soul, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, but like the thematic thing in the story is that it's going on and on because one, Maul is such a, da- a powerful dark side user. Two, because Qui-Gon is unsure. He's trying to, you know, test the the dark side user for his weaknesses. And three, because Obi-Wan's unbalanced. Yeah. That's the reasons why it's going on and on. Whereas um, I think that the Inquisitor and um, Ahsoka—it's—it's it's really brief because same reasons why, as you said, you know, why it's so similar to Obi Wan and Maul um, on Tatooine, because um, Ahsoka is balanced, and the Inquisitor is unbalanced, and hes hes power hungry, so he's—he's—he's he's, he's distracted. You know, he's there. He's essentially like you know. He's biting at the bit. He can't wait to fight. Whereas Ahsoka is doing it purely because you know she's calm. She's doing it to defend herself. And she's, you know, highly skilled. And she has confidence in her own ability, which is very good. Um But 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 I think for like monetary reasons they couldn't have something that went on for like ten minutes, you know.
0: I I preferred the short the that something like short as that where really, they didn't go on for like yeah. ten minutes. Um, as actually interested interest, how like she, she just needs to use lightsaber? Well, she just she just needs to use her own lightsaber. She can just use the force to kind of take his lightsaber.
1: Yeah, which I think well, is that great. shows how you know unfocused the Inquisitor is as well.
0: Uh, the, the Inquisitors' in stars are always unfocused, aren't they? Because yeah, they are basically a bunch of just like they're a bunch of like apprentices who are fighting for like being being the top dog, really. Yeah, aren't they? exactly. Yeah and they're so they're so driven by the need of com- competitiveness that they are so that is their weakness really isn't it well
1: that that is that George it. Lucas he wrote that into the story that's why the dark side users are, are, are that's why they always fail in stars because yeah as you said you know they they're always backbiked in. they're always out mm. for their own um yeah. like bettering themselves instead of being selfless like the jedi and bettering others yeah, that that's that's the reason why they 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 are meant to fail always. Hmm. But um, I um, you know, talking about like the other sort of like major like duel, um, Dooku and and Yaddle was very fun. It, it, it was was meant to evoke Episode Two with Dooku and Yoda. It it, it you know it, it is meant to evoke it and it's meant to draw parallels. Even the sort of like they were f- both fighting hangars you know but um i thought it was very visceral how um you know like the sort of hangar bay with like the jagged sort of edges it was used very well how like it's meant to, like it was a fake out wasn't it it got dropped on yaddle and you think oh you know she's dead but then she uses the force you know this show of her, her power within the force she raises it and then um you know starts to fight with um Dubu it's big... and then he like, cuts her down
0: it's a big what if of Yal just really escaped and went back to the Jedi. Yeah. Would they believe her if she said there was a Sith Lord?
1: Because she's a yeah. member like
0: Council. Council, you know. Yeah. Would they believe that is either she tracked Dooku and he's with a Sith Lord?
1: Yeah. I I'd like to think though that like um. She 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 didn't because you know she she still had hope that Dooku could be redeemed. Yeah. You that's know, probably, you know that's... she she tries to plead to him, doesn't she? Yeah. But, um... I still think that, yeah, like, she thought that if she could, like, yeah, like, disarm him or even just, like, wound him, you know, like, not mortally, but wound him a bit, it would sort of, like, snap him out of this, sort of, like, of, like, the the hold darkness has over him. Obviously, she couldn't accomplish that. Dooku was a much better swordsman. Yeah. And it is really weird to see this young Dooku with a a blue lightsaber, but with, but, with, with the same very cool curved hilt lightsaber It's so cool it just, is He just he cool. just
0: loves he just loves curves doesn't he look like <laughs> i swear i swear yeah. i swear like in, in the in the jedi there's literally a custom guy that basically goes on and you pay a little bit extra for like your, yeah. your lightsaber yeah. so basically when it goes down he says oh you yeah. know what do you want oh i'm on the purple and you're like okay that's going to be like <laughs> five million public credits republican credits and you're like okay i'm going to go and farm and do some side missions i'm going to come back and then i'm going to have a purple lightsaber." And then Dooku's like, I want a curved
1: um hilt, and you're like, okay, yeah. that'd be that
0: yeah. be too.
1: Or oh, what you know, if funny. like Dooku just like he sat on his lightsaber and it bent, and he and then he's like, oh <laughs> and he shit, did it,
0: and he did it again with the second one, with the red yeah. one. <laughs> yeah,
1: But you know, it's like you just bent it, and he's like, oh shit. So it's like, people are like, ooh, that, that's weird. You know, is your is your lightsaber bent? He's, oh no, this is a custom job. <laughs> it, it's it's because I like fencing, you see. And he's like, yes, that, that's the, that's the is that, argument is, I'll use is, it,
0: now is, It was recognize one of the things that him, Sidious, talked about when he was like, Sidious was like, okay, this is what you can do my appren- by, by being my apprentice, Darth Twanus. And then it's Duku's <laughs> like, hold on. Look, before we start, can I just get my blade, my Hilted bent? That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> and Sidious and then is
1: like... Okay. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay,
0: okay. I don't really like it, but like, yeah, go ahead. You can, you can if you want. You know, like... <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Sidious is like, I can't wait until that kid from Tatumin grows up so I can re- replace him. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Um, I did love the score. Kevin Clarence's score is brilliant in this. He's really coming episode. to his own. Fair play to, yeah, fair but play to the, him. The music in that episode the Sith Lord, it's so, it's, it's like the, it reminds me very much of, um, and this, there's moments of uh, episode two in it. And yeah. Yeah. And it's like the, the darkness, like it, it's really just haunting, and as, as well as the shots as well. Like when the goes to, uh, follows Dooku to, um, you know, where Sidious, he meets Sidious you just see the light, the kind of the sun's going down, like yeah. it's all being covered by clouds, like the mm. darkness is, you, you go away from the, the brightness and it comes to yeah. the darkness. Well, it's just... well,
1: even, you know, when Dooku arrives in his starship to the yeah. works and he enters yeah. that hangar, that yeah. was almost like a, a one-to-one remake of the, yeah. uh, the the end of episode two, isn't it? Where yeah. He, yeah. he arrives in his um uh, solar sailor. At the hangar and he meets with uh sidious and they talk He's yeah. like you know you've done well my young apprentice so like, yes the war is beginning yes, yes. It's, it's awesome i love it <laughs> that was um, that was not a very good christopher lee impression was it i i've been looking forward to this
0: i'm not i i'm not I'd, I'd, i'm not gonna lie um cory birds does do a good count dooku you, he, you tried, like it? he tried he tried he tried I'd like it either way he is trying to
1: mimic Christopher Lee. I I like how oh I think it's a bit too, too nasally for me but mm. I like how he's not trying to be too accurate with like Christopher Lee. Yeah 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 he You know he's... how like um the guy who does Obi-Wan in the Clone Wars I forget his name yeah. but
0: um J- James Arnold Taylor.
1: Yeah yeah he doesn't he got told innit? not it like you haven't got to mimic Ewan McGregor you know literally like you know put your own spin on it and, and yeah. i appreciate that you know i, I like yeah. the the differentiation yeah, yeah. and by that's how others yeah that was good you know, i having... didn't realize that i was i was looking at like articles I was like jesus that's... and they did try to put her facial features into into yaddle i guess yeah
0: it's kind I of come think... full,
1: kind of full circle isn't it because mm. you know like was it um uh, Ron Howard had the opportunity to direct, to direct um, uh, Return of the Jedi, I think. Uh, he turned it down. Um, and then he sort of... Directed um, solo. <laughs> yeah, solo. And then B- Bryce Dallas Howard directed a few episodes of The, of the Mando. And, and now she's he's... voicing Yaddle. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's kind of But, really
1: good. but I would say that she hasn't got that that much of like a memorable voice. She wouldn't go, hang on a minute, that's, no, that's no. Bryce Dallas Howard. No, you know but no. I, it's re- it's really cool isn't it like, no. bringing like these people back into it
0: have you ever had any of the critical role uh voice actors?
1: Oh no, we have haven't we they have been on stuff um, they? we've had um sam regal and um damn um damn 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 uh liam o'brien they okay, were two of okay. the patrons in um in the bar in the bad batch
0: but who wasn't was one didn't sam also voice um Kyle
1: ah uh, yeah you're right um yeah he did i forget in, the master's um, name
0: in fallen order yeah
1: okay he, he was a um he, he was Oh damn the same same species as one of the characters from rebels isn't it like a big like like abominable snowman sort of yeah player.
0: yeah he's the one He he's the one who gets
1: um. he's yeah. master, and he gets killed in the who, who's that is it, sam? is it sam or i'm gonna look at oh no or... not sam it's um who's the one that's married to laura bailey uh... Travis um Travis something. I was gonna say Travis Scott, but that's a different Travis. Oh,
0: Scott. <laughs> uh Travis Willingham.
1: That's yeah, like Tra- him. Yeah. Um and even like Laura Bailey, I think, may I mean she's been in everything, I guess. Yeah, she's, you know, so, she's,
0: like... I I don't know. Has she been in Star Wars? Uh, let's let's have a look, shall we? oh he no he was he was a uh, jowl tapal that's it yeah in, that's um, Va- for an order that's yeah
1: um
0: she's been in um a lot. she's been in avengers i don't know Is she been been star wars
1: oh so laura bailey voiced uh some uh characters in um the old republic games oh, okay but nothing in like the major sort of like you know the new star wars stuff oh she's in battlefront 2 as well she voiced um she voiced kira carson in in well like one of the new battlefronts
0: in i think the Old
1: public oh right it's a shame she's such a versatile voice actress
0: i think no she will appear in obviously yeah yeah she was kira carson in the old republic okay that's great um that's cool anything else uh you want to talk about Tales jedi um I really fucking like the the actual
1: look of the inquisitor. Oh um, yeah, that was
0: scary, wasn't it? It was
1: weird when you know when she um she like dispatched him and then like yeah. his head like sort of like um deflated. if that, that was weird. But it, it it sort of fitted the idea that this evil is like dissipating, it it's vanishing sort of thing, isn't it? I'm not really you... going to read into it. But the look of it was fantastic.
0: Do you think because I was expect I was I was expecting her to throw out her grey Jedi lightsabers. Now, mm. but is she a gray Jedi at this point?
1: Um that's the thing, the grey Jedi doesn't exist in canon as of yet. Um but she has the gray lightsabers, so yeah she yeah. has them at this point? Um, they don't? That's the thing. Um in the book, so that the episode is based off. Um, I think the book is just called Ahsoka. Um, mm. She um, she uses that Inquisitor's um, lightsaber crystals, uh, the kyber crystals, the 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 bled crystals. So that's why they're red because they've been made to bleed by the dark okay. side. She um, she goes through a process called purification, where yeah, um, it it becomes like white. Yeah, so like the 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 color is white. So yeah. people assume that when we see her in rebels she's is she's made these new lightsabers using those same crystals. People well, okay. assume because nothing else has been written about that yeah. but um but she didn't take the the lightsaber. That well, that we saw anyway. Cuz I, I think Good. it would have been a bit more of like oh you know she couldn't just take them. Without having to include a scene then with her purified yeah. crystal, which would have yeah. taken up more time, I guess. You know, yeah. it, that, that's that's for the second volume. I that's guess.
0: That's, another, that's another short story for Dave Filoni, yeah, there were okay. Yeah,
1: you can just do that, can't you? But um, we can have
0: we can have an episode yeah. of So of Ahsoka's first like
1: bloody, really, you know,
0: shit or something. I don't know. Episode, <laughs> but, uh,
1: yeah, it's The first hopefully- uh, shit in like, shit in is canon in Star Wars it, now. Shit
0: in is canon. <laughs> i didn't know what had a stroke is can in star wars
1: yeah oh my god was, oh god like <laughs> i really i don't like the guy who has a stroke i really like him acting i was hoping yeah, he... he'd be he'd have a um Wait, one second so his name was olaf in this um and he's been in loads of stuff yeah oh Chris- christopher fairbank he's been in loads of stuff honestly Um, He has a very, like, very, like, um, idiosyncratic-looking face. That's a very civil way of saying that he looks very ugly. But um, (laughs) um, it's it's a shame, really, we didn't get more of him. But, yeah, Andor is continuing to reinvent Star Wars, which which is fantastic. Mm. But um, people are saying, you know, like that we got Andor... We have tales of the jedi this is like the the epitome of, of how good star wars can be yeah
0: yeah and uh, people are comparing them and i'm like like they're... i really i really don't think you should compare the two no you should not too
1: different they tones, they they different... stand on their own two feet you know exactly. they, they, their merits are their own exactly. they, and they're completely they're good for yeah. completely different reasons yeah you know, you know they both one of them short form anthology one of them's serialized um uh, spy drama yeah right they're two different totally things totally different bits of media but they exist within the same universe yeah. which is fantastic
0: yeah yeah um, more of it
1: please disney more please we'll
0: we're, we're review in Andor actually later on anyway so um yeah so i think i wraps up our tales of jedi what yeah what would you
1: rate tales of jedi um i i, I think the first episode really brought it down a little bit yeah in terms of in terms of storytelling the quality was up there but storytelling was not the best and you know because of that because it didn't have that many episodes and because it was quite short it has to factor into it so an 8 out of 10 otherwise it would be higher
0: I would give it a 9 out of 10 in terms of like it's the the first episode it wasn't really the best one. Yeah. But the rest of it was good and it was it was enough time to tell a short story. It wasn't too yeah. short, it wasn't yeah. too long. And it yeah. was very entertaining. So yeah. that's why I, I give my nine out of ten. Yeah. Um awesome. well thank you everybody for listening to his episode. Um we oh we we'll, we need to um we need to do need to set up a meetup to watch Black Panther this month uh, as well. yeah Um uh, we'll we'll do that. And I, and then we so that's basically what we're doing. We're going to be reviewing Black Panther this month, and we'll be wrapping up November with, um, what you call it, November with Andor, of course. We talk about Andor the whole, so many times, this episode, so how hard to forget. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and you can email us. And you can follow, you can uh, listen to us on the many platforms we are on, including Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Overcast, and uh, Pocket Cast, etc., etc. Uh, as I said, please like, share, follow, and all review if you enjoyed the episode. Have a good have a good week, everybody, and we'll see you on the next Huffy Coffee Cast.
1: Bye. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Hoffee Coffee Cast. But before we end, me and Reese want to thank everyone for listening. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to like, follow, share, and review, in addition to tell your friends, family, and fellow nerds and coffee lovers about our content.
0: We both enjoyed talking about these topics, and with your help, we can strive to be bigger and better and bring out much more to our fans and listeners. I'm your host, Rhys Bolton. And I'm your
1: host, Rhys Jones.
0: And we'll see you on the next Coffee, Coffee Cast. Take care and goodbye. Bye.